1: Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Celebrate the holidays at Hale Varsity Club with an exciting
0: lineup of holiday-themed events like Ugly Christmas Sweater Karaoke and Holiday Music Bingo, plus... Happy hour all day on New Year's Eve during college football bowl games. Hale Varsity Club has something for everybody. Stop in this month to try our new menu items like the Nashville Hot Honey Chicken, Crispy Breaded Wings, and the Benning Burger. It's a spicy burger named after Damon Benning. Visit HaleVarsityClub.com for the full event calendar and make a reservation now. Hi, everyone, and welcome to Hot Off the Mess. I am your host, Samantha Bush, and I'm recording to you. I'm recording recording live from Petoskey, Michigan, which is considered up north. And that's a thing I guess only Michigan people say because I've had this conversation hundreds and hundreds of times with people. Whenever I say that I'm going up north, they always are like, what are you talking about? I don't know what that means. And I was like, it's pretty self-explanatory, but I'll explain it to you. So I'm up here. Uh, my boyfriend and I, we are staying in his parents' condo. It's so cute. And we've just had, like, the best weekend. It was so fucking hot. It's... Now it's, like, rainy, so it's, like, fine. But, of course, there's so much going on in pop culture and bravo the bravo cinematic universe it's really crazy i was trying to keep up all weekend like i was out like at the lavender farm and i was like checking my phone for updates on Teresa judice's wedding it's like that is a mental illness but that's okay we love it and um so i mean first i have to say sorry if i sound a little nasally um there's just allergies and everything going on okay but what i want to talk about first obviously is Pete and Kim broke up. And I have lots of thoughts on this. Uh, First of all, Kris Jenner, I mean, God bless her. She knows how to fucking to stack a story. Like she knew that no one would give a fuck if Chloe had this baby the same day she announced that Kim and Pete broke up. So I have this whole theory. I have this theory that Kim and Pete have been broken up for a little bit. Like, a little while, people have been speculating heavily online. Like, Sophie Ross literally tweeted last week. She was like, I feel like we're going to get an announcement soon. And literally, she predicted the future. We got an announcement, like, three days later. Um, she just – she's in the know. If you guys follow her, you, you know, you or if you don't, you should. Um, Yeah, so I we get the announcement – that they broke up. And like I was saying, I think that they've been broken up for quite a while, but they have to like the way that Chris Jenner releases the news is always really interesting to me because whenever there's like a scandal going on, it's like then one of them is getting married. Uh Astro World like happened and they did a pretty good job at like keeping that like out of the news as much as they could Uh, but with Chloe she so she had this baby with Tristan Thompson via surrogate which everyone is like why the fuck are you doing this like why are you having another baby with this man this was like a big topic of conversation everyone was kind of dragging Chloe but also just like this man is a piece of shit because he knew that he was having a baby with this other woman while he was doing the whole surrogacy thing with Chloe and like It That is so chaotic. He's the worst. Like, just the worst. And I honestly, like, I was one of those people that thought Chloe was a clown for a long time. But I truly just feel bad for her. And because Tristan, I think, is just such a little schemer, scammer. And yeah. So the news broke that she was going to have – that she had her baby. And then all of a sudden, it was like Pete and Kim broke up. I got the notification on my phone. Like – So page six reported it first and you kind of have to be careful with page six. No offense. And then TMZ reported it. And then like an hour later, I got the E notification. So for me, E news might be a little late to the game on some breaking news stories, but they're usually accurate. So once I got that, I was like, oh, this is like for real, for real. And I don't really know why they broke up. I feel like him filming this movie in Australia probably had a lot to do with it. I also just i I'm surprised that they broke up, but I'm also not surprised because I think he was the perfect guy for her at the at the time that she needed him. I think coming out of a relationship with Connie, which he's back on his bullshit. We'll get to that in a minute. She needed someone like light and fun who just like wants to have fun. And, you know, think I'm sure Pete thinks the way Kim lives is like crazy because, I mean, just she's part of the whole Met Gala thing with the Marilyn Monroe dress and the selfies and the pictures. And like, I mean, I want to know if he'll talk about her because he has done like comedy specials where he has like brought up his past relationships, like with Ariana Grande, for example, he kind of threw a dig at her um, and he, that was like really the only thing he ever said about Ariana Grande. He was actually like very respectful of that relationship. Um, due to like the whole the Mac Miller part of it all. Um, yeah, and then so I'm just kind of curious to see what he's gonna do. Uh, I I feel like Pete's actually a good guy, and he won't really say too much. Um. But I thought, I mean, so he's done with SNL. There were rumors that Kris Jenner was going to be his manager. So I'm like, is that still happening? Like, is that still going on? Is Kris still going to manage Pete? Is there going to be bad blood? Are they going to remain friends? Like, what is the situation here? I need I need to know. And then, as far as Kanye, it was only a matter of time we were going to get something from Kanye. And he posted this morning on Instagram, Skeet is dead at the age of 28. Kanye. It is so disgusting. I don't know why he continues to do shit like this. I don't know why he thinks it's okay. Also, Instagram. I posted my friend in a bikini and tried to get her teacher list cleared, and I got disabled. I got, My Instagram account was disabled. But Kanye can, like, go on these rampages and declare people dead and, like, ensue all this, like, hostility, it's really crazy that he's allowed to do this. Like, I i don't know. I feel like maybe he was – maybe he did get disabled at one point or something. Like, I feel like I remember that. I feel like so much has happened that i, I it's hard to keep up. It's really hard to keep up. It's literally we're fighting for our lives. Um, but, of course, that's – the fact that Kim and P broke up is not even the biggest news this weekend. The biggest news this weekend is that Teresa Gijiche – and Louis Ruelas, unclear, got married. Now, we've known that this was the wedding weekend ever since Ramona Singer blasted the invitation on Instagram. Now, Ramona was not there. And I'm very curious if Teresa then afterwards was like, babe, you can't come. You can't come because they had to change their venue, I believe. Like they had to they had to change everything around because you can't post a famous person's like date, time, location of where their wedding is going to be because crazy people are going to show up. Paparazzi, like stalkers, just rabid fans that like want to see Teresa Judice. Like, you know, not saying I wouldn't be one of them, but so. And I remember Teresa on the red carpet a few weeks back when this all happened. You could tell that she was like, when they were asking her about it, she was a little annoyed. And, you know, I'm sure Amona was, Ramona was like very apologetic, but yeah, Ramona was MIA from this wedding and rightfully so. I would not want. I would not want her there either. Um, She was in the Hamptons. People were, you know, sending me updates, sending me pics of Ramona shaking her thing. And good for her. Good for her. Uh, But a ton of people from Bravo were at this wedding. That I was shocked at how, like, Chanel Ayan was there. I was like, what? Why are you there? I doubt Teresa has ever met her. I doubt it. But I, So there's something going on with Chanel. I think, like, she got stuck here. I don't know the details, but that's kind of what I'm hearing. Uh, but she's doing this, like, really weird, like, Bronwyn-esque roundup of all the housewives. Like, do you guys remember that? Like, when Bronwyn went city by city to, like, see all the housewives. and like, that is so thirsty and weird. We'll get to Bronwyn in a second. Yeah, I have some Bronwyn updates. Um... But yeah, so Chanel was there, Ashley Darby was there, Kenya Moore, Cynthia Bailey. Oh, I wonder how that conversation went. Uh, Luann was not there, which I was surprised because I feel like her and Teresa are good friends. Um, it was just like kind of a collection. Oh, Alexia from Miami was there, which makes sense because they've done like videos and lives and interviews and stuff together because people are always comparing the two together. Um Dina Manzo was absent from this wedding, as was Melissa Gorga and Joe Gorga, her brother and sister-in-law. Now, there are reports. This is all alleged. But something happened on the finale, which was taped, like, the night before um, the wedding at that, like, Great Gatsby-esque party that they did, like, two nights before the night before, Um, that rumors that Teresa, again, is spreading about Melissa and Joe, Melissa being, you know, cheating on her brother. Listen, Teresa's got to stop. They're not going to get divorced. And it's like, that is all she wants. Like that is, if they got divorced, Teresa would be the happiest woman in the world. And Melissa and Joe are like, we're done. We're over it. This is, this is too much for us. Like you clearly hate us and I'm not going to fucking celebrate you and your weird ass Beyonce. Who I just get the worst vibes. I get the worst vibes, and I don't think she got a prenup. And I'm devastated. I'm actually devastated. And worried. But like the it, it's over. Like it's done. Like it's it's not gonna end well. Um, I just feel it. Like it's this is gonna be bad if something goes awry. But it was a bummer to see Melissa and Joe not there. I am so frustrated and we're not even in this season of Real Houses of New Jersey with the fans because everyone's like, well Melissa, Melissa, Melissa. I'm like, do you guys like understand that Teresa's the common denominator of all of these problems? Is no one like under like getting this? I'm real I'm really confused. Sometimes I feel like I'm literally on a different planet than everybody else. And I I can't make heads or tails of like the mental gymnastics that people do to try to like make Teresa out to be in the right. And it's bizarre. Because then there's the Dina of it all. Dina is Teresa's best friend in the world. Like, they were sisters. Like, they're basically sisters. And they travel together. Dina was there when they got engaged. They, you know, they go on these couple trips. They're always, always, always together. That was a huge part of the reason why Dolores wasn't at the engagement party was because Dina was there. That's what everyone is saying. So it was strange that Dina all of a sudden was like last minute not going. And I mean, I want to know more about what's going on there. I'm sure we will find out. I'm sure, you know, some Instagram account will pick it up and like let us know what's going on. But that to me is a huge red flag because that woman has been by Teresa's side forever. Like I hope, hope, hope they work it out. She is the goddaughter of Adriana. So, I i mean, I, it's a bummer. It's devastating. I feel like, you know, and Dina said, someone commented on her Instagram and said, you know, is this why you've been posting all these, like, really, like, ominous quotes on your Instagram stories? And she's like, I always post these. If you follow me, you would know. I'm like, yeah, but the timing is strange. And it's also very, like, Pointed. It's like, when you want to let go of someone in your life, like, this is what you do. So it's it's very clear, like, what's going on. And I wonder if Louis has something to do with it because I can't imagine what all of a sudden Teresa would do to Dina that would, you know, spark this whole fight. Uh, but Dolores obviously was there and looked stunning. Jennifer I, I was there. Was Jennifer in the wedding? I couldn't really tell... But I think she was, which that was also a shock. I wasn't expecting Jennifer to be in the wedding. Um, I mean, I know that they're good friends, but in my mind, Dina was the only friend Teresa had that was like an authentic friendship besides Dolores, because they had been friends since before the show. They, you know, Dina doesn't film. She's like not about this life, like that whole thing. So... It just is interesting that Teresa's whole life is now just real houses in New Jersey and no one ever accuses her of like being in too deep. Like how we talk about Rena or we talk about remote, um, Dorinda. So that's always kind of interesting to me that there's always this kind of like wall of protection around Teresa, especially with the fans. And I think it's just because we've seen her go through so much, but also like you can acknowledge when your faves are wrong. I think that's important because I mean... I'm a Bethany girl. It's not easy. Well, let me tell you, I was a Dorinda girl. That was not easy. I was fighting for my life. But, you know, you have to admit when they're wrong. And Teresa seems to be wrong a lot. And she is the common denominator, like I was saying, in all of these fights with all of her co- close friends and family. <laughs> like, that's, come on. Like, hello. Let's Let's look at it for what it is. But let's talk about the wedding. Let's talk about it. I couldn't get, I couldn't get enough. My eyes didn't know where to land. They were, I, everywhere I looked, there was something new to look at. I was in shock, to be honest. If that's dramatic, it is. I couldn't help myself. When I first saw the pictures of her wedding, and they popped up um, at Bravo Housewives, I thought, it, I thought my eyes were like deceiving me. I thought maybe I had one too many lavender fizzes. I don't know. I was like, I clutched my pearls. The hair alone is something to behold. Then there's the crown. It's not a tiara. That is a fucking crown. Because she did wear a tiara in her other weddings. So like her wedding with Joe Judice, the first one. And then of course like the fake like Val Renewal that they did for Us Weekly or Life and Style or something like many years ago. She always had like a little tiara. This was like Ice Queen. This was Elsa's castle on her head. And it was so Teresa. It was so Jersey. At first, I was disgusted. I have to be honest. I was like, this is bananas. Then like the more I looked at it and the more that I really got a good look, the more I was like, oh, this is Teresa. This is just like her day. Like, this is just who she is. She's Jersey. She is Jersey. And those extensions. I want to know what she asked for. I want to know w- the inspiration photos that she showed her hair, Her hairdresser, who did just do an interview with Andy Cohen on Radio Andy, and I can't wait to listen to it. Um So yeah, definitely check that out because it will be out already by the time you listen to this podcast, but it, it was a bump it, it was curls, it was, you know, it was tendrils, it was beach waves, like she took one of those big beach wavers to her hair. I mean, the extensions that this woman had in her head and none of them were the same color, I'll tell you that. None of them were the same color. Then, so once you make your way down from the crown to the to the bumpet to the to the rest of the hair, you get to the dress, which was like a beautiful. It looked to be like a blush color. I actually really liked the dress. I thought it was very, I mean, it was very jersey. But then there's the veil. That veil was disgusting. It, oh God, it was insane. It was like so long but also like very wide because they had to fit that that saying that she always says like regarding family like siempre something that had to be like on the back of it but it wasn't like a Hailey Bieber like little like till death do us part like around like the the ridge or rim of the the veil it was like uh, it took up the whole back it was so crazy and then there's like the flowers and then there's there's the fire breathers and the sparklers and the drums. There were so many drums. Teresa was banging on the bongos. Louie was banging on the bongos. Like every video that I saw from this wedding was. Uh, it was chaos. There was like people on stilts at one point I saw there were people belly dancers um that was a shock it was it was an event it was like a production and you know obviously they're filming so of course like she I think she probably went a little over the top for the dramatic effect of it all but whoa (laughs) wow just I I, I'm i so glad that Instagram exists for moments like this because whenever I just want to revisit it, I can. I can just like go back to like people's Instagram stories or like posts and I'll – we'll see it all. We'll see it all. Um, Dolores looked beautiful. Frank Sr. was there with Frankie Jr. Um, I, wa- I don't know if Gia's boyfriend was there. I didn't see any photos of him, but maybe I just like – they haven't been posted because um, they have been dating a long time, so I would feel like Teresa would invite him. I mean, if she invited, like, Ashley Darby, I feel like inviting Gia's long-term boyfriend makes sense. And then Joe Judice posted a, f- a picture of um, the girls, of his girls at the wedding. And I'm like, that's probably kind of weird for him. You know, like, your ex-wife that you wanted to make it work with, but then you got deported. Like is getting remarried like that's probably a str- and he can't come like that's probably really strange um but of course he had choice words about the gorgas he was like i've been dealing with that thorn in my side for 20 years it's like sh- will you shut the fuck up like look at you like you are a felon a criminal you had to be deported to italy and now you live in the bahamas oh <sighs> I just, I, I want to get a good look at the wedding just one more time because I, I the gloves, like she was wearing gloves too, and the veil, I mean, the train went on and on. His sister, I believed, officiated the wedding, uh, the one that looks like Kelly Ben Simone. I mean, wow. Again, it's not, it's not a tiara. That's a full-blown crown. It's a literal crown. And Louie looked good. Uh I do think he's wearing oh no. No, he thank god. That's just a glare. I thought he was wearing like Adidas shoes. I was like, ew. Uh he looks handsome. He's always a different shade than any other human I've ever seen. He's very red. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much all I have for Teresa's wedding. I feel like I I covered a lot. There was a lot to to take in. Um I hope her and Dina work it out. I do hope that we also get to see it all <laughs> unfold on the show, which I don't know if we will because Dina's like very, very private like that. So I don't know. But also I do love when women or not just women, but when people are like very spiritual, but they also are like always embedded in drama. It's like, well, how spiritual are you? Because how does this keep happening? Like it's very strange, you know? I'm into it. I'm into it all.
1: When it comes to radio, AMP hits different. AMP is a free live radio app where anyone can hop on the mic and play the music they love. From hip-hop to house music to heavy metal, discover new-to-you tracks and playlists made by music lovers who know what's good. And that includes you. Jump in the chat or call in to share your taste and add your own picks to the mix. Download AMP. That's A-M-P for free in the App Store or go to onamp.com. Want a smoother contour and more youthful-looking cheeks? Rediscover a younger-looking you by adding volume to the cheeks with Juvederm Voluma XC, part of the number one selling collection of dermofillers, fillers, based on January 2022 provider survey data. With help from Juvederm Voluma XC and a licensed specialist, you can achieve a more youthful cheek look completely customized for your goals. pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Um.
0: Yeah, so let's get into a recap of Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. Last week, I didn't put out an episode on Friday, but I'm ready to talk about it now. What an episode. I don't know what's going on in the hills of Beverly, but there's something strange happening because it's like there are these like little nuggets of drama, but it's mostly just filler episodes until we get to Aspen is how I feel, if that makes sense. Like, so, I mean, I'm glad that we're getting more Cherie. I'm glad that she's coming around in the mix more. I think, you know, it's good to kind of see how the new women like flow and you know the chemistry within the group, especially since I do think this is some of the women's last seasons, runna specifically, which we'll get to, and her little Watch What Happens live performance with Varon Morris, which was crazy. So first of all, I have to say that I love seeing Sutton and her kids. It felt like very normal. It felt like these are normal kids. They they don't want to be Instagram baddies. They are just like, I guess we're filming this show right now. I don't know. Like, uh, I guess mom's making us chicken salad. It, You know, only queens make chicken salad on Real Housewives of Beverly Hills. That is just the truth. You know, Kimmy Richards was the first to do it, but she did mix it with her hands. That was a lot. Um, oh God, it's probably honestly Kim's chicken salad is probably really delicious. I bet Kim can like she doesn't know how to cook a lot of things, but things that she does cook, I bet are really good. Anyway, and so it was nice to see Sutton with her kids and how she, you know, raised them and parent and her parenting style. I appreciated because she was like, you know, he wanted to be in the Marines. And I said, you, you know, if you really want that, like, rugged life, I can give it to you. And then he came back and he's like, Mom, we're going. I'm going to college. I'm going to college. I can't do that. And she's like, that's what I thought. Um, her daughter seems like a very sweet, simple girl. I'll never forget last year when they were like, oh, my God, Amelia and her can hang out. And sudden was like, I don't I don't see that for her. She's not that kind of girl. Not that there's anything wrong with Amelia. I'm just saying. Um, and then, you know, Kyle was absent the most of the um, episode. I think there's like COVID running rampant in the, within this group because it's every episode there's someone missing due to a COVID situation, which is like very interesting to me. I, I don't know. I mean, I had COVID in April, so like I get it. Like people are still getting it. But like this just feels like a lot of them are getting it all at once. Um, and then, of course, like there's this whole like PK, like DUI thing. And I mean, Garcelle made a good point. She was like, wait a minute. PK got take it home in the car and just like dropped off and like that wasn't a big deal he didn't get booked she's like that would never happen to me or my friends that look like me she's like that would never happen uh no and she's at she's right like it wouldn't and I see this like blossoming friendship between Garcelle and Dorit I think Dorit like wants to be friends with Garcelle like I can see that that she slowly is like losing it with the flop force five and you know there's just something going on with Dorit where I think she's starting to see like the tides are turning and that group is not the main they're not the main girlies anymore and I would love to see her and Cherie and Garcelle and Sutton all hang out I would love to see it and they were in Italy together um, with Andy Cohen. I mean, they didn't like travel on vacation with Andy Cohen, but they were there and they went shopping with him. So I do think that there is hope for this friendship. You know, sometimes that's like a very famous thing where you start off as enemies and then you become really good friends. So let, let's see what happens there. Um, I was happy that we didn't have to see Kyle or her dogs this episode. And I'm a big dog girl, but Those dogs are always slurping on the counter and it's disgusting. Um, Also, I did see online that people were upset about Sutton's cats sitting on the table. And unfortunately, when you have a cat, that's just they go wherever the fuck they want. And I don't want to hear it. That's just the truth. Um, Rinna is launching this wine and. I don't get it, it feels very like 2015 of a housewife to come out with like a wine or a champagne or something because after Bethany sold or you know uh what is that Jack Daniels that company bought Skinny Girl for like an insane amount of money um everyone kind of wanted to jump on board and there was like Tipsy Girl and there was Ramona Pino and there was um the Champenois that Heather Dubrow never put out, but we had to watch her celebrate it. Like, I'm just so over fake housewife businesses. I don't give a fuck about them. Okay? I don't care. I don't care about your bullshit skincare. I don't care about your wine. Because it's like, I'll never be able to buy it. Like, this isn't a real thing. So I just don't care. Like, Rinna Beauty is a real company. It really is. So it's like, let's see that. Let's get you in the lab, Rinna. That's what I would want to see. Not this like weird wine company that you're starting. It's just like, it's such a it's like a money grab. And I don't like it. It's like how celebrities now like come out with like skincare or like in 2017 when everyone had a makeup line. It's like enough. I'm looking at you, Ariana Grande. Ariana Grande's makeup line. I mean, that's just like a whole other story for me. I just don't get it. She feels very disconnected from it. It just, it feels very... who's buying it who's buying rent beauty no one now there is selena gomez everyone should buy rare beauty it's products are fantastic and she feels very tuned in to that to her company but anyway anyway so rena has this like wine and we're sitting in her backyard and it's like i just think of all the rats there's always rats at Rinna's and, um, you know, Harry Hamlin's there. He's in his cute little turtleneck. I love me some Harry Hamlin. I just think he's a little cutie. Uh, I can't believe he's 70. I can't believe that man is 70 years old. That is just so nuts to me. He seems like someone that just like doesn't have an age, if that makes sense. Like kind of like when I found out Ellen DeGeneres was 60. I was like, Ellen ha- has an age? She's not just like a, a figment or, like a like a like she's like a real person I don't know I know that's weird and it doesn't make a lot of sense but here we are um and they're all trying the wine they're getting drunk Erica is saying like you know I I'm not gonna drink I'm not gonna drink with these meds and then she's like tossing back wine and everyone in their confessionals is like what is going on here like it just I can't figure Erica out and I feel like she keeps she always tries to have these moments that are so fake to me. It's like when she when they went camping a few years ago and she like tried to do that whole thing with the pie, like hung over, like eating the pie. It's like it's like she's trying to be a meme and it's so transparent that it just it's not even fun. Um, So then she pulls Garcelle aside and is, you know, they're talking about what Garcelle or what Erica and her talked about saying Sutton is like a liability. And it, Garcelle's like, what are you talking about with this? Like, when you say Sutton is a liability for Erica Jane, who's being investigated for defrauding widows and orphans, to say someone else is a liability, girl, that is projection at its finest, okay? Ah. And she's just like, I feel like you always have to stick up for her. You always are sticking up for her. That is a friend. Hello. That is a friend. And you all do it with each other. They these women, those flat force five women always have each other's back no matter what. Even Kyle was trying to defend Erica saying fuck off to Garcelle's son. And yet you're looking at Garcelle like, oh, you always have to defend Sutton. It's like, yeah, they're friends. That's kind of what they do. And, you know, it's not fun to like watch a gang up. So Garcelle's like, fuck yeah. So let's go take this to the ladies. Let's go chat about this over there with them. And so Sutton brings it up. They all start arguing basically with each other. Rinna's wasted. And Rinna is trying to hang on so tight to this show. That she's losing it. And it, I would compare it to Kristen Dowdy and Tom Sandoval. And you're probably sitting there. What the fuck are you talking about? So when remember in Vanderpump Rules when Kristen and Tom were like always about to break up or breaking up. Any time that he felt distant from her, she latched on more. And it just made him p- pull away even more and more. That's kind of what Rinna is doing with the show. She can feel she's losing her grip on the show. She can feel she's losing her power. She can feel that like the fans aren't are going to be turning, which we are and have been for quite some time. So, I mean, now she's like creating these moments and these scenes that are that don't make any sense because they just made up. They just apologized to each other, accepted one another's apologies, and we're moving on. I, I don't understand like this whole like screaming at her and acting. It was honestly, I was embarrassed for her. I was, I was embarrassed because it just it felt so lame. Like it just felt like this very lame attempt at like trying to regain control of this group. And she's not. And Sutton handles these women perfectly. It is like chef's kiss to watch Sutton interact with these women like Rena's like get out of my fucking house it sounds like what is wrong with you like like she's so calm and so just lets them spiral and the more that they spiral the more she just sits by and just like lets that happen and she's like you're gonna dig your own grave with this because you look fucking crazy and everyone was like Rena, what like even Erica was like oh my god and Sheree was Sheree didn't know what What to do? She was like, I don't know where the fuck I am. Who are these women? But one thing I do want to talk about that I find really disgusting and appalling is how these women were talking about Crystal's eating disorder when Crystal was not present. I don't understand what people's – how to say this? Why they feel so comfortable speaking another person like that who clearly – is struggling with this is being very open about it and being very public about her problem and her struggles and you're gonna sit there behind her back and be like oh she's throwing up again it's like what the fuck is wrong with you and sometimes I think that a lot of it is like it's a projection on some people's parts like Erica said that she has had issues like that before so maybe like that's how she talks about it. I don't know. I'm not going to make excuses for any of them because they all disgusted me and Sutton was the only one with any sense and was like, this is horrible to talk about someone like this. Like to say like, oh, she's throwing up again. Oh, she's binging. She's throwing up. She's vomiting. She's puking. It's like this woman is struggling and you all are sitting around talking about it like that. Like imagine if that was Amelia. Amelia. God forbid, who you know had an issue, op- was very open about it on camera per Rina's request. I'm assuming, and like they were all. Can you imagine if they were all sitting around talking about her like that? It's just not right, and it really, really, really put a bad taste in my mouth. And then Rina was on Watch What Happens Live. She looked like Sonic the Sonic the Hedgehog, and the memes of of Rina were so funny. And Marin Morris country star queen icon she hates Rena <laughs> like it was so clear that she's because Marin is like a huge housewives fan so Andy was like asking her a ton of questions about like what are your thoughts who do you want back who do you like this blah blah, blah. and she was like I love LVP like to Rinna's face, which that's a huge trigger. And anytime Rinna like would get really close to her mirror and would like sit back in her seat, it was so funny. And, you know, Andy's like called her out, called Rinna out for being a mess on Twitter, just like he did with Candace. He's like, you are a double disaster. Like, what are you thinking? Because he's probably looking at her like, Rinna, like you're going to make it really hard to come back. Like, this is not how you do it. And she was like, oh, you know, I'm a mess, Andy. I'm a mess. I own it. At least I'm honest. It's like, but you're not actually. Like, you're not. I know nothing about your life other than, you know, unfortunately, Lois passed away. But for years, she's never had personal storyline. She's always talking about someone else. She's always talking about, you know, Kim or Kathy, which is coming up. She's always doing that. And it's like, we're never getting the real Rina. And I don't know if that person exists. And like Sutton said, Rinna lives in a soap opera and it would take an exorcism to get her to like stop that. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's really it's frustrating to watch. It's frustrating to watch when people have like real storyline. Like, for example, Jackie Goldschneider last year that was like really compelling, really vulnerable, really, you know, interesting how honest she was being and how, you know, really serious her issues were not get a full-time spot, but then you have people like Rinna who have literally done nothing for the show in four or five years continue to stay. It's just, it's frustrating to me. I don't fully understand it. Um, But I mean, I say every week we're barreling towards this Aspen trip. It's like, can we get there, please? Can we just get to Aspen? Like this is what I don't get about Beverly Hills, for example. With New Jersey, every episode something happens. Every episode there's Drama and fights and makeups and all of these things, but it's a shorter season, but it's jam packed and we get a great reunion. With Beverly Hills, it's like 22 episodes every fucking season of like nothing. So it's like half of the season is good, half of the season isn't, gives us, you know, it's like it's on line folding laundry. And I get that their ratings are really high But so are Jersey's So it's like give Jersey those many episodes I just feel like the production company over in Jersey's like Whatever Like we'll just throw the cameras up And like things things will happen And that's what I love about Jersey Is like It's like a very natural cast um, But yeah I really want to see more Kathy I didn't mind that Kyle wasn't in this episode I have to be honest with you But I know obviously Kyle's not going anywhere Um I it felt like very like a lackluster episode for me I don't know there wasn't really wasn't giving me that much but you know I do I do like that we can all like join in the disdain for Rena. I do like that that's the tides are now officially turning because I think for a while people were like she's important to the show we need her for the show and I was I echoed that I was like absolutely like what else would we be having sometimes you need someone to be like the bone collector um But it just, now I'm kind of tired because it just doesn't feel real or natural. And yeah.
1: Many of us are already planning our New Year's resolutions to work out more in 2023. But let's face it, they rarely stick. Well, Peloton's got a gift for you. Get up to $200 off accessories like non-slip grip dumbbells, cycling
0: shoes, heart rate monitors, and more with the purchase of a Peloton bike, Bike Plus, or Tread. Don't wait. Get this offer before it ends on December 25th. Visit OnePeloton.com. All access, membership, separate. Offer ends December 25th. Cannot be combined with other offers. See additional terms at OnePeloton.com. Okay, moving on. I do want to discuss Southern Charm because I have a lot of thoughts. This show, I don't know what we're watching anymore. This show used to be one of my favorite shows on Bravo. It was everything. This show used to be like gone with the wind. Like that's the level of drama and southernness and like we were like dealing with like you know debutantes and like you know people that I mean there is a man on this show whose family name like there's a bridge named after his entire family. Shep's family there's a dog named after Shep. Like the breed of dog. Okay? It, like, these are people who have – and then, like, um Catherine is a Calhoun. That's a huge name in the South. I mean, not for a good reason, but it's a huge name. So that's what we were dealing with. We were dealing with drama and pregnancies and, like, Naomi and Craig and the sewing. And, like, it was really, really good. And now it's being – there's these, you know, it's like we're filling our – time in this episode watching this woman that I'm supposed to care about I don't know who she is I don't know where she came from but she's pregnant I guess she's Shep's cousin I'm like why the fuck am I watching that why I don't care about her I want something else give me literally anything else rather than this woman folding baby clothes I don't care I I get like mad about it because I'm like this is not what the show used to be. Remember when they used to go to like that island and they would like get drunk and they would fight and like they would go on like boats and stuff. That is what I'm missing. I'm missing. Guys, I'm missing Cameron. I got to say I'm missing Cameron. I would love to see her take these boys to task. Um, Because like what else are we doing? Like what are we doing here? And then there's this whole Vanita and Olivia thing, which I don't really get. For Olivia, Olivia is just not made for television and she needs to go and work a normal job and be a model and do that because the show is not for her. Her on watch what happens live was really tough to watch. Catherine also looked stunning. Catherine should never be blonde. I don't know who in her life hates her that allowed that hair color to happen, but she's gorgeous as a redhead. Like so, so beautiful. And the (laughs) the blonde straw Bob is just not doing it for me. And, um, this whole thing with Olivia and Vanita, I just don't really get it. And I don't get how people are not seeing Vanita's side in it. Vanita um, was just simply having a conversation. And Olivia just gives me like bad vibes, if I'm being honest. This whole like, I heard the word racist and I'm not having this conversation. You're trying to can- the cancel culture me. It's like, what the fuck are you talking about? Like, you look you look horrible saying that. Just just listen to what she's fucking saying and have a conversation. And then to be like, I don't want drama at my party. But I'm going to invite my ex, my new boyfriend's ex-girlfriend who he hates, who he won't stop talking about. But I'm not going to invite you. That doesn't make any fucking sense. I'm sorry. It, it's weird. I'm getting weird vibes from her mom, too. Like, just there's some strange energy going on in that house. I don't know. I just I don't like it. And um, this whole Olivia and Austin thing – they can't be serious; they cannot be dating. They have no chemistry together. He won't stop talking about his ex girlfriend while they hang out, and they just don't seem to like vibe. I don't know like it's like why are we forcing this? Austin had great chemistry with Chelsea, he had great chemistry with sierra. I mean he had he had me fooled. I remember during Winter House I was recapping the show, and I was like. Are they adorable? <laughs> what am I watching? Like, they're so cute. Like, he was winning me over. And now I'm like, so I know Austin's capable of having chemistry. With this Olivia person, it's not it. I just don't think she's made for television. I just, no, I just, I don't like her. Um, And I just see a lot of people online, like, well, yes, they are enjoying the season. Everyone is acknowledging, like, something is off I wish that Bravo sometimes knew when, like, it was time to put a show out to pasture. Like, sometimes it's just time. Like, just let it have its heyday and then we're done, you know? And I fear Summer House is, this is going to be the last, like, real season that we have just because it's starting to get a little Vanderpumpian in a way where they know now how to produce their own storylines and they know how to, like, what to talk about on camera and what not to talk about. Um... So that I'm just a little concerned, honestly, for the network as a whole. I have to be honest. Someone asked me on my Instagram, like, what is something that Bravo fans are saying but not saying? It was like something like that. And I was like, honestly, I feel like we only have like five good summers left (laughs) of some of these shows because they're just like not doing it for me. And while I still love them and I, you know, every night I sit down and watch or, of course, the next morning if I'm unable to the night before for some reason, I get excited and I love, you know, I love Ultimate Girls Trip. I think that's super fresh. I think Miami is great, Potomac, New Jersey. Like those are the new girls in town. And I think that they're really delivering. Um, I think ever since New York and us not getting a reunion – Things have been kind of weird because that's a really big deal, actually, that we don't really discuss that much is New York didn't get a reunion and we have to look at why. So that I mean, now we're getting two, two real houses of New York's like it's just I don't know what is happening over at Bravo HQ. Um, but I think Southern Charm is just one of those things where I think after last season, they should have just kind of put it out to pasture and just let it let it be. You know, put, you know, the let the sun set on Southern Charm. Uh, because Madison's not even full time. I think Vanita, I hear, is not gonna be full time halfway through the season, like she gets fired or something. I don't know. Um, and then we're stuck watching Craig and Austin three hundred and sixty five days of the out of the year. Like, does what? It, I I don't know. Maybe like maybe people that aren't online that watch bravo love this show i don't know and there is a part of me that like still keeps coming back because i just have so much hope for it and like naomi really has no storyline other than like she wants to have coffee with craig and he's actually being a respectful king and saying this is weird like naomi what are you doing i don't want to like have these sit downs with you and these one-on-ones like it makes it makes Paige uncomfortable I'm we're not doing this like especially because they hooked up so recently I feel like he's like this is just so strange so I mean the fact that Craig is like maybe my favorite character on Southern Charm right now says a lot says a lot and I don't like Caleb I thought I did I do I do not root for him the things he said about Naomi like first of all the things he said about Catherine to Naomi and then somehow made Naomi the problem I was like sir you just bashed your girlfriend the woman you live with who you've been with for like a year and a half what is your fucking problem I do think Naomi and Catherine are very good adversaries I do like when they get into it with each other because they do have history and I feel like they're good opponents like no one's like punching down um but yeah I mean we'll see We'll see where this takes us. And then, of course, you know, I just want to say thank you guys so much for listening. I'll be back on Friday with a brand new episode of Hot Off the Mess, where we talk about Beverly Hills, Married to Medicine, Real Houses of Atlanta. So make sure you to check that out. And I will see you guys all around on the gram. Bye.